If you will, take your Bibles and turn to the book of Proverbs, chapter 31. It's that incredible chapter that talks about this incredible woman that does absolutely everything so amazingly. And uh, we recognize such women as that today, and many of our mothers, that do a lot of things that are incredible and almost superhuman. But I, I want to just draw your attention to a, a couple of verses. And I'm going to read from the message today, because I just like the way it says it. And, and, uh, um, and in doing so, I want to uh, talk to you about this in Proverbs 31, verses 28 and 29. While you're finding your way there, uh, his name was John Whitehall. He was a very uh, rich Texan, had more money than he could spend. Mother's Day was coming. He was trying to figure out what he could do that could really be a great, exceptional gift for his mom. He began to think, well, you know, she, she likes, she's kind of lonely sometimes, and she needs a pet or some kind of companion. So he went into a pet store and kind of explained his desire. And, and the owner said, look, you need to get him a minor bird. And he said, really, why is that? He said, I've got a minor bird that's just perfect for you. He said, well, what does it do? He said, well, this one can quote the 23rd Psalm. He said, that's, that's, that's pretty good. That's, that's not too bad. Uh, and, and can recite the Lord's Prayer and quote 1 Corinthians 13. He said, man, that's, that's, that's a pretty incredible bird. He said, how much is it? He said, it's only $20,000. He said, well, my mom's worth $20,000. She's worth more than that. $20,000, that's a bargain. He said, so he made a arrangement to have it shipped so she would get it on Mother's Day. And so he called the Monday after Mother's Day. He said, Mom, how are you doing? Great, son. She said, listen, I, did, you, did, you, did, you get, did you get my present? She said, oh, son, I sure did. He said, well, tell me, how was my present? She said, son, that bird was absolutely delicious. It's amazing how gifts sometimes end up different than what we thought and how they're received. And I know as we talk about gifts for Mother's Day, I want to give you three gifts you can give to your mother today. And I hope they'll be well received. I, if you notice, oh, there's no notes in the, in the uh, bulletin. I don't, want to, I don't want you to hear me today. I want you to write down what you're going to say to your mom and husbands what you're going to say to your wives who... Uh, fulfill that role of motherhood. Uh, and, I, and I want you just to write some things to them. So I'm going to give you some clues of what you need to do because you're going to do the sermon notes today. That's how that's going to work. And so uh, just write down as I kind of coach you along because I want this to be a practical sermon, a special sermon. I think it's great we honor moms and look at what they do and, and how they impact our lives. So in doing so, I want to give you some things looking at verse 28. Here's what it says in Proverbs. Her children respect and bless her. Wow. Respect and bless. Many, and look what he says, and her husband joins in with words of praise. That's why, men, I want you to write something. Join in. Matter of fact, you might want to be example as you begin to write things first. But here's what I want you to look at. Many women have done wonderful things, but you've outclassed them all. Isn't that an amazing couple of verses about motherhood and parenting for a mom that does it so well, so lovingly? 
We are told in, 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 in the law and also in Ephesians that children should obey their parents, that basically it is a commandment with promise. And, and basically obey means to respect and love your mom and your dad. And that obey thing is very important because it says that if you'll obey them and honor them, meaning respect what they say, respect their leadership and honor their leadership by following it, you'll have good days. And your life may be long. Now, what that means is, is that we, uh, if you will listen to your mom who's following the Lordship of Christ, it'll keep you out of places you shouldn't be, around people you shouldn't be with, and out of dangerous situations. It will actually be a blessing to your life if you'll listen to those godly moms as they say, now, Here's what you need to do. Here's how you need to do this. And you don't need to be there. Don't need to do that. If you listen, obey. You'll be wise. Life can be good. Well, it won't be perfect because you're not perfect. And you'll have struggles, but you'll have been saved from a lot of adversity if you'll just listen to the leadership of your mom and your dad. And so we talk about that. Now we move from that understanding as we realize, okay. What three gifts can I bring to the table today for Mother's Day? First of all, you can show mom appreciation. That's what it talks about here. Respect her and bless her. Bless her. Give her appreciation. Show her love and respect. Recognize the many hats she wears in your home. Let's play that video now. And I want you to look this with me and and get an idea of what I'm talking about, okay?
Look like a day at your house? Yeah. I would hope that you realize what all your mom does, what all your mom has done. And maybe you're grown now and, and you're out there making your own home. But it would be a good day to write a word of appreciation to her. Take a moment in that little space you have in your bulletin. Uh, say thank you for something she did. Say thank you for something she taught you. Maybe that, that, that's something you remember years ago or maybe just yesterday. Things that she taught you. Things that have impacted your life. But you want to say uh, appreciation. I thank you for that. I thank you. I love you. Uh, uh, man, I hope you'll give her a car today and give her a flower. Go out in the yard, pick one, or in your, in your neighbor's yard, you know, just pick a flower. And, and say, look, Mom, I, I just uh, I appreciate you. That's a blessing. We also often go through life and we don't share appreciation with others like we should. And so it's a time to say, I just really appreciate you and all you do, the many things you've done for me and how you've taken care of me and been there for me. You express your appreciation. I mean, you understand that the moms teach us many things. I've got a list of things that, that mothers, uh, uh, that uh, my mother taught me, and I, I just want to uh, share a couple of them with you. Um, my mother taught me logic. If you fall off that swing and break your neck, you can't go to the store with me today. <laughs> my mother taught me medicine. If you don't stop crossing your eyes, they're going to freeze that way. My mother taught me to meet a challenge. What are you thinking, she would ask. Answer me when I talk to you, but don't talk back to me. That's a challenge. And uh, my mother taught me how to become an adult. If you don't eat your vegetables, you'll never grow up. My mother taught me about anticipation. Just wait till your father gets home. <laughs> my mother taught me a lot of things. Tell her you appreciate what she's taught you. Hopefully, she's taught you about moral decisions, relationship decisions, and health decisions and issues, but hopefully she's taught you about spiritual life and the reality of God, the power of God, the plan of God for your life. And in so doing, you need to tell her you appreciate her being your mom. So I hope you take that and take that little space you got and write a sentence or two about appreciation. You can do it now. And, and Dad, this is a good time for you to write a word of appreciation for all that Mom does. Because ain't nobody else like her. As a matter of fact, that's what it says here. You've outclassed them all. That might be a good thing to put in writing and give to her. You've outclassed them all. That'd make her feel good. But that's a, there's a second gift I want to talk to you about. And that is the gift of attention. Give mom attention. Do something with your mom she likes. You may not like it, but it's not Mother's Day. It's Mother's Day for her. It's not Children's Day for you. You get Children's Day 364 days a year. Give her one back. Do something she likes. 
Tonight, you, we don't have church because we want you to spend time with your families and enjoy. We don't want you to rush and feel like you've got to do something else. We want you to go and spend time with your family. Do something. Sit down with your mom night and watch a movie she likes. Give her a hug. Give her a kiss on the cheek. Give her some attention. Do something for her today to tell her that you love her. Attention involves time and affection. So you want to give those. And maybe you're a child and you're going to say, well, I'm just going to write I love you, Mom. That's great. Maybe you're a teenager and you need to write a little more than that. As an adult, you can probably, probably be very profound. But in the process of appreciating, give attention. Take the time to give a phone call today. Talk to her if she's miles away in another state or from on the other side of the, of the country. Send her an email with a picture of what's happening in your life today. Let her feel attached. Give her attention. Because we all know how much attention she gives children. How much we need. Give some back. Give some back. You do it. You give attention. Do something for her to help the day. I, uh, uh, Charlene, she really, of course, we're excited about having the, the kids together, uh, and, and they're, they're going to be coming up and so forth. We got Branch here already. But I really don't want her to cook on Mother's Day. I think that's kind of a, man, why are you cooking on Mother's Day? But she likes to cook because she loves the kids, and she likes to do that. So this morning I, I got up and actually I opened the roast and put out the, the glass pan and put water in it, put the roast in it, salt and peppered it, and put it in the oven. And then I put a, a, a pot of boiling water on for potatoes. I didn't realize how hard it was to boil water, but it was, we got through it okay. Uh, but anyway, it was nice. But, you know, I'm thinking, man, I want, this, I want to do something for you today. I, I don't want you to do. I want to do for you because you're the mother of my children. So what can I do that gives you attention and makes you feel special? Guys, that's blessing. That's what it says. Bless your mom. Bless that woman that has done so much for you. Show her respect. Give her praise. Man, just, just do it. It's amazing what moms have endured to fulfill that role in, 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 in such a, an amazing way. Doctor was meeting with a mother. She'd, it was a follow appointment that had that beautiful gift of a newborn child and the mother's in there meeting the doctor, making sure everything's okay. And, and the doctor looked at her and said, you know, it, it appears like you're getting enough sleep. You just look really tired. She says, oh, I am. I am so tired. He said, let me ask you this. If the baby starts crying in the middle of the night, who gets up? She said, the whole neighborhood gets up. <laughs> Moms go through a lot. Give them some attention. It's biblical. It's practical. Give her a blesser with your affection today and your words and your time. Don't take it for granted that she's going to figure out. She needs to know by your words and example and your actions. But that's not all. 
offer mom words of affirmation. It says here, and the father joins in in praising her. Give her a gift of affirmation. Appreciation is always nice. Attention is wonderful. Affirmation is encouraging. It tells her that you think she's doing a great job. That's important. It tells, it tells her that you think she's doing a great job. That she's on target. That she's a blessing to you. So you affirm the things she's doing. That's we're saying that like appreciation. Appreciation is thanking her for the things she does. But now affirmation is telling her what she does really good. How it influences your life and how it impacts your life. It's now affirming that, you know, Mom, when you sit and had that talk with me, that sure made a big difference. Thank you for being with me during this difficult time, Mom, because here's what it did for me. I sure appreciate the example you live. I'm so glad you're my mom because of what you do and, and how you have taught me and impacted my life and influenced my life. Guys, we're never too old to affirm what our mothers did. We need to be writing them. So on that, on that piece of paper you have, that bulletin, write something that says, Mom... Here's how you influenced my life. Here's what you've done that's had impact in my life. I'd write that down. And sometime today, give her this bulletin. Say, here's how the things I appreciate. And, here, and then you make a commitment of attention. But then what do you can say that really, Mom, thank you for being a good example that's helped me grow or helped me be more of what God wants me to be. It's important. You affirm what they do because you need mom. Play that other video, please. Hey, mom. Mom. Mom, I'll be concerned with what my friends think of me. I'll be concerned with what my friends think of me. I'll need you to teach me that I only need God's approval. That I only need God's approval. I'll want what I want when I want it. I'll want what I want when I want it. I'll need you to teach me to be a servant so I can love others. So I can love others. I'll think I'm a lot smarter than I actually am. I'll think I'm a lot smarter than I actually am. I'll need you to show me how to learn from God's wisdom. I'll act like I don't have any problems. I'll need you to show me how to share my struggles with others. I'll tend to think about myself before others. I'll need you to teach me that the last will become first. The last will become first. The last will become first. I'll have many reasons to hold grudges. I'll have many reasons to hold grudges. I'll need you to model forgiveness so I can learn to show grace. So I can learn to show grace. I want to have a lot of money so I can buy what I want. I'll need you to teach me that my things belong to God. That my things belong to God. I'll struggle with my looks and appearance. I'll need you to remind me that God wonderfully made me. I'll need you, Mom. I'll need you, Mom. I'll need you, Mom. To point me toward Christ. When no one else will. Ah, we need you, Mom. Because you have the God-given capacity to touch our hearts in an amazing way with truth about God. And we need that. In a culture that has become so godless, we need the light you shine into our lives like never before. 
We do need you, Mom. Moms have a way of giving us a word or a story that seems to impact us for a long time. I was a, a late blessing in my mother and dad's life. There was 13 years between my sister and me. And so when I came along, they, they had to readjust. It was a difficult pregnancy, and my mom struggled. There was a concern of whether they should make it, and then they didn't know what would happen with me. And, and yet, through that process, I became a part of this world. And I remember on different occasions when I was young, older, older, and even as a young adult, my mom would say to me, God has a plan for your life. God, he, he, he gave us to you, and he has a plan. His hand's on you. He has a plan for your life. Now, I didn't quite understand what all that meant when I was a child. I'm going, well, that's great, okay. But she said, God has a plan for your life. He's going to do something with you. And then she'd remind me as an early teenager, now listen, you behave out there because God has a plan for your life. As a young adult, when I graduated from high school, she said, God has a plan for your life. I don't remember a lot of things my mom said. Sometimes I didn't pay attention very well. But I do remember those words. I never realized what that meant until finally when I discovered what God's plan for me personally was, was to be a minister of the gospel. I said, wow, I found it. Now, his plan for you may be to be a school teacher or a lineman for Georgia Power or a manager or a doctor or a secretary. But the good thing is you know when you find God's plan for your life. And you look back and you realize that your mom has invested heavily in you hopefully finding that direction. Discovering that destination of finally arriving at God's purpose for your life is so incredible. Be sure you praise her for that today. Here's what I know. Every mom wants their children to know how to experience God's love and grace and forgiveness. They want you to experience that. Every mom wants that for their children, to know God, to know the power of God in your life, to know the purpose of God in your life. Every mom wants that for her children in this building today. If not, you wouldn't be here. In this room, you want your children to know. Children, I want you to know that. Young people, I want you to know that. Adults, I want you to know that. She wants you to know that. But there's something else that mom needs to know. She wants you to know those things, but she needs to know that you have that personal relationship with God and that if by some tragedy you died today, you would, you would find yourself in heaven for eternity in the presence of Christ. She wants to know that your sins have been forgiven and that your heart is right with God. She needs to know that. She doesn't need to wonder that. So here's what I'd like for you to do today. Very practical. Sometime throughout the day, tell your mom 
Mom, I just want you to know that, man, I have a great relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. He saved me, and, and, and you know that, but I want you to know there's no doubt in my mind that I'm going to go to heaven when I die. There's no doubt in my heart. I'll be with the Lord. I want you to know that. Thank you for being a, uh, an inspiration in my life to that. She needs to know that. She said, well, she already knows that. It never hurts to hear it again, does it? Does it? I mean, that, that's a story that don't get old. Say, so I want you to know, man, I got a relationship with the Lord. Don't want you to wonder. Now, if you don't have that relationship with the Lord, I hope that you'll feel compelled to do that today, not because your mom wants you to. That's not really a good enough reason. But because God wants you to. You need a Savior. And the truth is, it doesn't matter how much God, uh, God loves you, yet, that's not going to save you. You've got to come to a point of decision and trust in what he did on the cross in his son Jesus to save you. It requires an act of turning from self and sin and receiving what Christ did. It's a personal decision. There's no group plan for heaven. You don't get to go to heaven because your mom was a great saint in the kingdom of God. Don't matter how much your mom loves Jesus. If you don't know him, you can't go to be with him when you die. So I, I, the, I hope you're compelled to come to Christ, not because some I want you to or your mom wants you to. That's really not the reason. You come to Christ because you've realized you need a Savior. You can't save yourself. You can't do anything about your own sin problem. There's no power in your own life. And you need to come to Christ for the forgiveness of your sin, for the rescue from God's judgment. And if you've never done that, today would be a great day, wouldn't it?